Robots in the home, smart kitchens, smart bathrooms, things you can control in the home when you're not even there. Virtual reality becoming part of our lives very quickly. That's the not-too-distant future for, for all of us, for many of us at least. Certainly in Australian households around the country, things are changing as the NBN, the National Broadband Network, embraces artificial intelligence and what will be a massive demand for greater internet bandwidth. But at the same time, what about the ethical issues surrounding AI and worries that machines might be taking over? Peter Ryan is taking over in the studio right now, joins us, um, ABC senior business correspondent. You've been talking to the MBN. What is this brave new world? What does it look like? Well, uh, good morning, Chris. Overwhelmingly, we do know that uh, the rollout of AI is unstoppable. Stephen Rue, the NBN boss, uh, tells me it will soon permeate our lives, mostly for good, and consumers and businesses will be certainly demanding it. But Mr Rue concedes that while, yes, there are ethical and some moral hurdles to overcome and all businesses and governments are having to deal with this, AI will be life-changing, rivalling the introduction of the internet and also the iPhone, which we know has changed our lives and the way that we operate and the way that we broadcast. The NBN Co will benefit from the increased demand, but it is a bumpy road, as with all businesses at the moment, with uh, higher costs from inflation. For the NBN, this means an after-tax loss in the half year of $696 million, up by $252 million compared to the previous corresponding period. But Stephen Rue is focusing on the opportunities and how to deliver on the many expectations given the massive social changes ahead coming to a household near you. Yes, I do think that we're on the cusp of seeing a lot of new innovations coming through to people in their homes. Things like robots at home, smart kitchens, um, smart bathrooms, vacuum cleaning, um, security locks, for example. What's called LiDAR processing, which is really the use of lasers so robots can see the distance between things. So given that you're talking about things like robots at home, has the, the world of AI arrived in households already? Is it taken over or is uh, generative AI just looming? It's early stages, Peter, but my own expectation is that within three to five years, we will see the usage of virtual reality, augmented reality and generative AI. So if you cast your mind five or 10 years into the future, how could our lives be changed by AI? Greater ability to have more uh, precise um, healthcare diagnosis, greater ways to access healthcare itself, ways in which repetitive tasks in the home can be taken away. I do think our lives will be different. If, if you think about our lives before the iPhone, um, think about our lives before the internet and how today is different, it will accelerate. The changes we will see will accelerate. But how do you manage uh, ethical even moral concerns about maybe machines taking decisions, making decisions, or even the risk of taking over? Yeah, I mean, there is a large body of work being done by policymakers and regulators just dealing with exactly this issue, ensuring that the development of these tools are ethical and, in fact, people's data is protected very carefully. I think we will see in years to come um, policymakers and, indeed, 
um, organizations who use and develop these tools um, being, being very careful about exactly that issue. And what are you seeing in terms of downloads and data uh, being used or demanded as consumers and businesses want more bandwidth? And surely that would mean more money coming in the door for the NBN. Well, Peter, what we're seeing is is growth of data ongoing. We saw a approximately 10% growth of data in the last 12 months. There's been a consistent growth of data over the last decade, in fact, back in 2013, we were consuming what's called 40 gigabytes a month. On average, now it's it's up, you know, more than 10 times that today. And and that data with these new products will um, not, will will grow much much more than that. I've got no doubt. Growing technology means criminal scammers are harnessing AI already. How much of a risk is that posing? I think, Peter, scams is something that, that we actually spend a lot of our time on in terms of trying to educate consumers, having our experts uh, warn consumers around the fact that scams are growing. There's no doubt about that, Peter. And what, what is needed is for consumers across Australia to educate themselves on what can happen, to be very, very careful on what they click onto, but being aware that scammers, as you quite rightly point out, are more more and more sophisticated and therefore people around Australia need to be very careful with releasing information, releasing passwords, um, giving bank account details, giving access to emails and so on. Have scammers been able to break into the NBN systems or have, have they attempted to break in? Oh, we, we get, um, as all organisations do, we, we get many attempts on our system on a, on a daily and an hourly basis. That, that's the world in which all organizations work at today. But that is, is something that organizations increasingly need to manage, and that's their defense mechanisms and ability to recover. But, but yes, Peter, we spend significant time on that and, and manage that very well. And just on inflation, NBN's costs are rising because of that, but are you seeing consumers drop out, uh, cut back to cheaper plans to cut costs? Is that because the NBN's costs are, are too high? Um, Peter, we haven't seen any real indications of movement on the consumer base. Um, you're absolutely right though, the, the uh, consumers are obviously seeing the challenges of, of inflation and of increased mortgage rates across across the country. In terms of our costs, the arrangements we reached with the regulator for so five out of six of our plans reduce in price the average cost that the industry pays for our services has not gone up this year despite inflationary pressures in fact they haven't gone up for about 18 months despite inflationary pressures so we've been managing carefully our own costs but we've also been carefully managing the costs into the industry to ensure that they have the ability to manage their retail prices as they see fit in accordance with the needs of the community. That is NBN Co-Chief Executive uh, Stephen Rue talking with Peter there. Peter getting the big hitters in the world of business. Another big hitter is the RBA Governor, Michelle Bullock. We're hearing from her again. What's happening? That's right. This is uh, Michelle Bullock's first appearance as Governor of the RBA before the House uh, Economics Committee uh, later on this morning. This is a biannual appearance and will be closely watched, maybe more closely watched than usual. Of course, uh, Michelle Bullock had a bit of practice this week handling questions at her first first press conference as RBA Governor on Tuesday after the rates decision where the cash rate, as expected, was left on hold at 4.35%. So maybe some more flesh on the bones about where inflation is heading. Will it keep going south? 
uh, when could interest rates start being cut and what needs to happen for that to go ahead. And one important note is that Committee Chair Labor's Daniel Molino has put out a statement saying that MPs take uh, their scrutiny of the RBA very seriously and they'll be continuing to examine and ask those hard questions about the RBA's approach to tackling high inflation and uh, getting interest rates down. Sounds like he wants to talk about cost of living. Thank you very much, Peter Ryan. Appreciate it. Peter Ryan joining us in the studio.